So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another phenomenal, phenomenal guest lined up. This show is about our guests. It is about our guests. They bring incredible value, incredible experience for you. This is a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And I like to bring on the most successful of the most successful onto the show so that you can learn from them. The key to becoming successful, I found, is not necessarily doing it all on my own. It's just the opposite. It's aligning yourself with those who have achieved success that have the success you're looking to get and then model them and or ask them to become your mentor. And so on this show, guest after guest has come across and they've done just that. They provided massive value that many, many people have great takeaways. So stick with the show to the end. The Mind Body Business Show, it is a show about the three pillars of success. And I discovered those just by studying successful people. And I noticed three patterns kept bubbling up to the top. Mind is mindset. To each and every successful person that I studied had a very powerful and flexible, most importantly, mindset. And then body. They all take care of themselves physically, nutritionally, uh, by what they intake into their bodies and what they do on the outside in the form of exercise on a regular basis. And then there's business. That's a multifaceted uh, area. I love the business sector of it. And that that contains many skill sets that these successful people had mastered. They're things like sales, marketing, team building, systematizing, leadership. I could go on for quite some time. <laughs> the good news is you as one individual do not have to master every single one of those skill sets that I mentioned and many more. You just have to master one. And when you master one, the rest fall into place. And I actually mentioned that one in that list just a moment ago. And that one is leadership. Because once you have mastered the skill set of leadership, now you can scale your business. You can bring in those individuals that have those skill sets, that have mastered those skill sets that you just quite honestly don't have the time to master every single one of them. And so that's what this show is about. We cover all kinds of topics through those three avenues, those three pillars of success. And another incredible quality of very successful people is to a person, they're also very avid readers. And with that, I like to segue over into a segment I affectionately call bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. There you see reachyourpeaklibrary.com on the side to your right, to my left. That is a website I had built with you in mind. And I am not kidding when I say that. This website is for you. It's a collection of books that I have personally read and vetted. And so that you can go and find a collection of books in one place that you have high confidence that can have 
an impact on you, either in your, your business or your personal life, just as it did with me. And so it's from one successful entrepreneur to many others, that being you, uh, that I put this together. And a quick side note, as we're going through this show, there are going to be resources like reachyourpeaklibrary.com that are mentioned. Now, instead of you know giving into that temptation of clicking away and going and looking at these websites on your own, rather than do that, I would implore upon you to stick with us and take notes, you know, the old fashioned way with pen and paper or on a notepad on your computer, whatever the best method is for you, but stay with the show, stay focused, stay attentive, because I always say this, the magic happens in the room. The magic happens in the room. And I would hate for you to miss that one golden nugget that our guest Dan Deegan has that's coming on very, very soon and miss out on what could potentially have changed your life forever for the better. And speaking of changing lives, I think it's about time that we bring the man of the hour on. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the one, the only Mr. Dan Deegan. Uh, yes. Thanks, Brian. How are you? I'm doing phenomenally well, my friend. How are you this wonderful I'm evening good. up in the Toronto, Canada area? I'm doing awesome, my friend. I'm doing awesome. Doing awesome. Always. You know, I was just I was just obviously in the back room there looking at um, your Reach Your Peak library. And uh, I wish I can turn my camera around because I've got oodles of books. I'm an avid, avid reader. And some of those that you had there were pretty good. That Steve Harvey Jump is a great book. I loved it. I loved it. You know, and then, of course, there you got some Darren Hardy in there. You got a little start with why with some Simon. Uh, you got a ton of Grant Cardone in there. I, you know, it, <laughs> I was just the other day speaking to one of my students um, and we were talking about, you know, longevity and, and long term client relationships. And, and, you know, Dan, what do I do when I really when I have this big goal and I want to go for it? And I actually shared one of the stories from 10X, and I'm sure you remember it when Grant Cardone's talking about, says, I get a text from this guy on Sunday and I'm watching football. And he goes, and it's funny because I think in my head, this guy needs 10 grand for something he's trying to do in business. So what are you doing? Well, I'm watching football. Did you get that 10 grand? And he goes, no. He goes, so why are you watching football? And, and I remember, I vividly remember that in the book and I'm going, huh, he's right you know, a day of rest, we'll get the 10 grand. And then what I loved afterwards, and I'm sure you remember this, he goes, you don't need 10 grand, you need 100 grand. Because we always shortchange what we need to create that business, that that life of fulfillment that we love. Yeah, I that love that. Yeah. Like the Grant Cardone <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah I, read, a, I read that one book and I couldn't stop. I read all of them. I think there were 10 at yeah. the time. I don't know if he's written anymore, but I, I just kept getting the next book, the next book, the next book. Uh, real quick, before we jump in, I want to formally introduce you and give you the respect you deserve, Dan, and let everybody know who we're talking to here. Uh, before I do that, I want to mention to everybody watching live to stick on to the end of the show, because when you do, you will see how you can qualify to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Compliments of our pals. You see them up there in the upper right. If you're watching on video, that is the Big Insider Secrets Dot com. That's my buddy, Jason Nast and his company. Uh, yes, I do firmly believe we will be free to move about the country and the world once again very, very soon. 
And real quick, uh, a couple more uh, quick mentions. If you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming, look, we get it. And you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Dan and grow your business all at the same time. Then head over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in that very training course, one that you'll learn how to absolutely master is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here on the Mind Body Business Show. Over the course of the past nine years or so, we have tried many quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I gotta tell you, StreamYard is the absolute best of the best. Uh, it combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So start streaming high quality, professional looking live shows for free with StreamYard now. Visit the website at ryp.im forward slash stream live. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now let's bring on this gentleman formally and with absolute total respect. I want you to understand what kind of incredible gentlemen we are about to be talking to here tonight. Dan's passion for his industry and helping salespeople succeed at a higher level than they thought possible comes through every word and action. Dan's belief is that we should never, quote unquote, make a sale. Love this. We should always find out what goals, mandates, and objectives our desired clients are after and to be the bridge builder to help them get there with the least amount of friction possible. These are words, this is gold right here, ladies and gentlemen. His passion is helping people think in ways that help them increase their value of both life and business. When delivering value to clients and through his social or training sessions, he always likes to deliver at the highest level of energy, you're gonna see that tonight, and passion, and marshal his session into strategies that are immediately deployable. How many of you would like to work with somebody like that? I mean, I'm raising my hand right here. So ladies and gentlemen, formally, officially, and respectfully, welcome to the show, Dan Deegan. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming thank on you, my friend. Well, you know what? I'm honored to be here and I thank you for having me, 100%. This is gonna be a blast. Uh, I got to talk <laughs> to you a little bit before we started the show. I could just tell the energy, the instant connection. Uh, it was like instant friendship from my vantage point. We were just chilling like we'd been talking 20 minutes be before that. Uh, what I like to do, Dan, when I open this show, mm -hmm is you know it's great to understand what you've been through your accolades to read the bio to kind of get an understand where you come from and that gives people kind of a more of a physical sense what i like to do is find out because of your success what is going on this is what i did this is how i studied folks is what's going on in that big beautiful brain of yours every single day when you get up in the morning because look everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and if you're not one yet look out because it ain't easy but here's no. the thing if you have this straight, then it becomes easier and doable and fun and uh, and so fulfilling. But for you, Dan, I was just curious when you get up in the morning, you know, you know all the challenges ahead. And I want to I want to go through that story you just gave me before we came on the air. And that was about the conference you had scheduled and what happened with that and how you had to pivot. I love that story. Yep. That's called that's called flexibility. And we'll get to that. But <laughs> yeah. when you get up every morning, knowing that those challenges could be on the horizon and you may have some the moment you woke up and you know that you have to take care of. What is it that motivates you from your mind? What is going on in your mind when you get up to start the day and keep going every day, day after day, night after night? 
you know, Brian, um, for starters, it's my mission, right? It's my why. You, you know, one of those books that you just had there was Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Um, I find when an entrepreneur, which in, in my book is almost any salesperson that's on commission, because you actually have your own company inside the shell of another company is the way I look at it. And in my business in transportation and logistics, 99% uh, of salespeople are commissioned salespeople. Now, whether that's a salary plus commission or they draw against commission, whatever format they're set up in, really irrelevant. If you're a commissioned salesperson, you're an entrepreneur. And my mission is to help 10,000 sales reps do a million dollars GP in under 12 months. And that's gross profit in under 12 months. And that mission really came about um, when, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a grade nine dropout. I, I don't have any formal education in this. I don't have any letters after my last name, after a comma in my last name. Um, you know, as I was telling you in the story before, I mean, my work experience is transportation and buffing widgets on the night shift and getting my fingers torn up from the, the wire wheel and saying to myself, like, there's gotta be something better. Um, and so coming from that, teaching myself, I wasn't a born salesman. I taught myself everything I needed to know. You know, one thing you were talking about is, is you, you, you follow great leaders, you get great coaches, you do this kind of thing to really build you up and bring you to a new level of goal attainment, a new level of desire. But it all starts with that why. And I know some people say, well, that's, you know, dang, come on, man. Everybody says, have a why, have a why. You know, I mean, Napoleon Hill said it eons ago, right? Like uh, uh, Zig Ziglar, are you a wandering generality? Like it, it's, it's, you have to have that burning desire. And so every morning when I wake up, the mission is to help 10,000 sales reps reach a million dollars GP in under 12 months. And that why goes even further beyond that mission. And it all goes back to the day I bought my very first brand new car. Um, I, I was in sales and I'm, I'm selling and I started to become successful. I really started to take these techniques and strategies, tools and frameworks. And okay, I'm going to take this. I'm going to put this here. I'm going to put that there. I'm, okay, that didn't work. So I'm going to rearrange it. And I found a formula that worked for me at the time. And I turned 18. I bought my first house and I bought my first brand new car. And most people say, oh my God, you got your first house, but it was the car that meant more to me than the house. Wow. And I still remember sitting in this car and I remember my boss getting in the vehicle and, it, and I remember it vividly, it was a Dodge Durango RT. And he says, he looks around and he goes, man, nice ride. How does it feel? I go, the feeling is unbelievable. Like, so understanding a little bit of backend context, the vehicle I had before, because I wasn't doing well in life. I mean, I would hit a bump and the floor would lower an inch, right? Like literally to the point where I was riveting steel sheets in the floor because when I went to push the clutch, my foot went right through the floor. I mean, so we're talking, I'm probably not safe to be on the road kind of thing. So when I got in that vehicle, it was just like this, awesome. So what I did is I started with that vision. And that's the vision I want for my students. That's the vision I want for every customer. And when I took that vision to the world of transportation and logistics, everything changed. I mean, think of it like this, Brian. You know, we get a client. But what if we focus on our clients' clients? And what I mean by that, in my world in transportation and logistics, um, I could move this. 
right? But I don't focus on my customer's need to get this from A to B. I focus on the person that is going to take this and write on a whiteboard and deliver a message to 300 people that's going to change somebody's lives. Without this, the visual of the message doesn't get through. So I go even deeper than the customer. I did a bunch of quartz. I was in, I was a big time in pharmaceuticals and quartz. And my mission when I was delivering quartz for my customer was I want to serve that person that saved up for the last 10 months to put a new kitchen in. Because when they walk into their kitchen, I want that smile mm. and that overwhelming feeling of joy and accomplishment to be there. That's how deep I got into my customer's life cycle. Does that make sense? So that's the mission every morning when I wake up. It's how do I help people feel that? And do you feel that, Brian? Because when you have a mission like that, those obstacles you talked about, you roll over them. Roll over them like an Abraham tank, man. You just crush it. <laughs> and you actually, the obstacles disappear. And, you know, I had, um, when, I, when I first, in 2005, I started a brokerage company. And in 2008, we were $22 million. In 2009, we were $300,000. And the, the economy collapse of 2008. But you know what? My business didn't die from the economy collapse. My business died because of my ego. Mm. Because customers would call me up and say, we need to do something. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I broke my back for you. What are you talking about? So in that collapse is where my whole mentality changed. What would happen? Where would my business be? If I took that mentality and said, Mr. Customer, what do I need to do to help you achieve your goals? You know, how did your goals pivot? How did your goals shift? And, and we're right in the middle of the same thing right now. You know, you look at companies that started out 2020 saying, this is it. This is what we're going to do. I mean, I did. I started out 2020 saying, this is the number at the end of the year. And let me tell you, man, I wore holes in my shoes pivoting so fast. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, uh, so many nuggets right there. I mean, I hope everyone was taking notes. Here, I'm going to show something to everybody. I don't yeah. just recommend things. I do them. Uh, I don't say do it unless I do it myself. And I've been taking notes this entire show because this is gold. Uh, grade 9 dropout. Here's here's a wonderful thing that I've discovered. I'm a, I'm a college graduate, and I spent most of my adult life in a job. And... I always looked to people like you and admired you. Is that crazy? Because here's the thing. What I found is this is the key. It all just sums up in this one sentence. It's not about your the resources you currently have. It's about your resourcefulness. And what I found are those that don't go through the college brainwashing. Yes, I said it. And high school are more resourceful by nature out of absolute necessity. We that go through college think we know it all and have it all. And we have that template to follow, to go work for another person until we retire and then die. And I learned later in life, boy, I don't like this. I, I got to get out of this mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you say that because to me, that's something to be commended on. I'm not telling kids to drop out of high school. Please don't take that wrong. Anyone watching or listening, but when it gets to college, think about it. Um, I've been through it and yeah, I learned some skills they weren't very transferable to the real world i learned how to party i learned stuff that wasn't good for me i i did learn i did grow up a little bit 
but I didn't at the same time. Could I have done more outside? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I could have. Um, and then focus. Oh, this this was it. Focus on my clients' clients. I mean, boom. That just you know. So that's kind of like along the why, and it's for them. Yeah. And it's taking it farther yeah. away from yourself, deeper than just one level, but a second degree of separation to their clients. And now you are feeding that your client with what they need to get more clients and bring them on and keep them. Uh, and you're you're serving them in a deeper level. That That is gold. I hope everybody got that one because that one just went. I mean, I just thought of one person in mind, one of my clients. When you said that, I was like, this is that's genius. That's genius right there. Thank if you, you just focus on that. It's so you know I, I mentioned it here and there, but I didn't focus on it. So mm -hmm. I love. That. Well, I mean, so when I started moving auto parts, my vision was helping people achieve that goal that I had of buying my first car. Mm. Right. I mean, in every business, it, it you just you just a little deeper. You just dig that one shovel deeper, and it's like, wow. Okay, so if I'm going to sequence this out, or if I'm going to create a confidence competence loop <laughs> in my life and just continue running that inf infinite loop, what, what would happen if I focus there? And like instantly it just changed. Like everything changed. The, your perspective, Brian yes. changes. And when your perspective changes, everything else changes. I started stepping outside of challenges and saying, okay, let's do like a matrix where everything goes and we're 360. And I do a lot of sound effects. Um, and we're 360. And, and, and you know, and then, okay. And now I'm watching this challenge as a 360. And I'm saying, okay, interesting. My, my original perspective is A, when I shift 30 degrees this way, it's B, C, and I go through and I say, okay, well, what's the reality of it? Well, the reality is if, if we take this, 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 and this and put it all together, does that make sense, Mr. Customer? Yeah, it makes total sense. Okay, now we know how to solve it. It, it, was, it was just, it was, it was gold and it, it was one level deeper, right? And, and that's really what it is, I mean, you know, when we, when we as individuals, when we as entrepreneurs, when we as, as guides and really in sales, you're a guide. When I started operating in that mindset and started saying, none of this is a transaction. I want to get customers. I want to work with teams. I want to work with corporations that say, Dan, in five years, when we've hit this major goal and obviously milestones to that five years, this is what we're gonna do. Because that's not transactional. That's long-term client retention, long-term growth, long-term stability. And when we know, you know, this is the end goal and we put markers along the way and, and checkpoints and milestones and celebrations, and say, okay, this is the end goal. Who do I need to be to get that? Because who we are today, if, if you wanna triple your business, you can't be the same Brian you are today or else your business would already be tripled. Exactly. Right? And, and, right? and when, I, when I understood that, and listen, there's tons of professional develop, personal and professional development people out there, experts, gurus out there that say the same thing. 
And I can't tell you how many times I went, oh yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Until I realized common sense isn't always common practice. And when I stopped and said, huh, okay, that makes sense. But now I understand that I'm, if I want to achieve this, I have to learn this, 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 and this. And then that's when we start reaching outside ourselves and start finding the people that can help us get there. You know, mm. Brian, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, oh, well, Dan, you know, uh, paying for a coach and paying, I, I have three. <laughs> and each one of them is critical to my success. Like each one of them. Every night I go to bed with videos. Every morning I dedicate an hour and a half to education. Like I'm one of those structured people where it's literally like this split second, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And it's, it's bang, bang, bang. And it's it just getting through. And I find I'm, I'm way more productive that way as well. Goodness sakes. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> the couple of things that, you know, mm -hmm. Your approach with thinking about their clients, clients, they feel you have their back. You know, when you're thinking that yeah. farther down the road, it's not just, I'm just here to make this transaction. Thank you very much and move on to the next customer. They get a feeling that I think Dan is in it with me for the long haul. That's pretty cool. And whether or not they, they buy or not, or the sale is made, but I'll, you know, it just fits the bio that I read in the beginning where your belief is that we should ever make a sale and that mm -hmm. this, it's not a transactional thing. It's a, it's a relationship. Yeah. It's a relationship. Well, it, it is. Sales is relationship, but it's also, in my opinion, it's next logical steps, right? Like if we look at the function of sales, hmm. Brian, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to qualify you. And some people say, whoa, whoa, Dan, what do you mean? Don't you need to investigate? My primary function is no, I'm going to qualify you and see if you fit my client profile. Mm -hmm. like, like if these massive corporations, right? Think of any corporation and you call them up and say, who's your client, like avatar, who's your client profile, right? They will tell you exactly who they're marketing to exactly who they want to have as their ideal client, right? How many times have we got clients that are, the, am I allowed to swear on this show? It's okay. Okay. That are the biggest pains in the ass ever. That's not a big deal. And man. you sit there and you go, you go, oh my God, I got to deal with this person again. Why? Why? You spend the majority of your life working, right? Like, like think of the hours we spend, especially as entrepreneurs working. Why would we not take the effort, take the energy, take the blood, sweat, and tears and marshal it towards our ideal client? that has the same values, the same morals, the same ethics that yes. wants somebody like, you know, in my, in my case, wants a logistics supplier say, damn, I want you to take care of my customer's customer. I want you to help me achieve my goals and everything that comes before that. So if, if achieving the customer's goal is up here, everything here is taken care of instantly. All challenges become obsolete. It's a conversation instead of a screaming match. It's a it's a <laughs> two-way communication instead of yes. you're an idiot, you screwed up, screw you, have a good day. There's four years of a relationship gone. I mean, 
<laughs> I've been there. I've been in the ebb and flow business. I, you know, when I first started, I would take, I mean, most people do, right, Brian? They're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to take every single customer I can. I'm going to bring them all in close and I'm going to service them and they're going to stay with me forever. And then all of a sudden, one's gone. You're like, well, why'd you go? Well, that guy was $20 cheaper. What? Really? But uh, if you did your qualification up front, you would have known when somebody's $20 cheaper, they're gone. Yeah. So then at least you can make an educated choice. Say, yeah, I want to bring this person in. Exactly. I love that. That's one of the biggest issues I see people that if someone has a heartbeat and a, and a balance on their credit card, they'll take them <laughs> as a client. And the, the thing they don't realize is that approach ends up costing them more money over the long run by far than that transactional amount they just received because of what you just said, the heartache, the pain, the suffering, and the time you have to spend, you know, mending wounds instead of going out and getting the next customer that meets your qualifications. I love this. hundred percent. Like my filtration system for my business. Like, so I have, I resigned from my corporate career in transportation sales um, a while back. And in, so I sell now in transportation sales because I want to keep my fingers on the pulse of the industry. I meet customers. I speak with clients. I bring people into my world to help them get to a million dollars GP in under 12 months. But as much as I believe every salesperson can do it, the, the fact remains it has to be a dedicated salesperson. Yes. So when I bring people into my world, I filter them out. And one of my big filters is a 28 day challenge. Mm. And only if you complete the 28 days, do I know you're serious. And some people say to me, Dan, you're leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. I said, no, because my qu life quality, like my equation for business to equal life. I've had the people that have said, Sure, I got a. I love the way you said. It. I got a balance in my credit card here, and then I'm getting forty-seven emails every hour, and and you know, and then I'm, yeah. and then thirty days later, the same, you know, twenty-nine days later, saying I want a refund. Yeah, and it's, it's like, oh, all right, whatever. I mean, okay, but <laughs> that happens. Okay, let's go back, right? Because one of the, in in my opinion, one of the biggest um, key factors when we transition from amateur to pro is where we start sitting down and saying, okay, I could actually predict what they're gonna do or say next, right? So when we can foresee that, that, that is a real show in our world that we're transitioning. So if that's in sales, okay, I know what, what rebuttals or what objections they're gonna have. So I know, I'll know what to say, right? That's key in sales. When you get to that level, when you start realizing, okay, when I ask this question, these are the top five answers I get. So let me perfect my answers on these five, right? That's when we really move into a next level of sales. But if your filtration system at the front end isn't the main focus, like I look at, I'm a big yeah. numbers guy, right, Brian? So if I, if I contact a hundred people and I get 10 real qualified people, I'd much rather than get that than have a hundred people and bring 20 people in and five of those become qualified because they didn't necessarily qualify them at the front. Right. And it's, again, it's a perspective shift. It's a mental shift. It's a, it's a, a functionality inside of us. 
where you say, yeah, but if, if I get 20 people that still want to talk to me, that's awesome. But if you're only if you're only ending at the, you know, and I, I hate to use these these words, but it is a funnel, right? So you have multiple people at the top, you have a big filtration system, less people, you filter again, less people, those are your great customers. But if we don't have that filtration system and we keep pumping these people out, you're gonna be busy being busy. You're not gonna be busy creating that long-term business that you can help your family enjoy a life that maybe we didn't have, that you can help help other people, you know, and, and, pay, and, and actually pay it forward and really live the life that and we all sit in our beds at night and dream of. Like, let's go, right? We all get in the shower and in those quiet moments, our little conversations in our heads start going, but all these things you want, your buddy just bought a new car or your buddy, you know, you, you watch a family on Instagram going away on all these vacations. And it's like, damn, I wish I would do that. But we have the power to do it. We just got to get more disciplined. It's interesting. And and this is, this kind of sums up for those that are watching. Uh, um, I, I've been involved in network marketing in the past. I used to co-own a network marketing company back in the day. And I just remember vividly, uh, there were two of us um, that were approached by the same individual that we both knew of in the past. We already knew about this person. And I said, I don't want this person. You can have them. <laughs> and that other person said, I don't want them. You can have them. And so be willing to say no. Be willing yeah. to go to the next customer. I mean, when you say yes to everything, that's a sign of a scarcity mentality, in my humble opinion. And look, when you're first starting out, and we've all been there, there is that. There is a bit more scarcity. You need you need to make your bills. You need to pay your bills. So you might make a few more decisions in the early going that you otherwise wouldn't have you had an established business that's already thriving. Uh, but it is important to keep this in mind at all times. What Dan is saying is really be cognizant and qualify, edify, vet your people that before you you take their credit card and go down this path of working with them. Coaches, this is perfect, uh, perfect for all of you that are coaching. My gosh, you're spending personal time with them, whether it's in a group or one-on-one. -on -one. And if you don't have what Dan has just talked about, a filtration system in place, and you're going to refine it over time, you're going to find that certain things slip through. I've done this too. Dan, I have a, I have a, I have an onboarding process for people that come to work for my company for free. They have to go through an hour of video of me telling them what to expect, and they have to submit a video saying why they deserve to be the next apprentice for my company, or I won't even, I don't even see the result come through my inbox. It doesn't happen because I learned just as you're saying how to filter people properly. And because of doing that, the quality of apprentices have gone through the absolute roof. It's been amazing. And so everything you're saying is on par, on par. Go ahead. So, and, and also, so, so this, I go right back to that, Brian. So anyone that's watching that does an apprenticeship group, what would be your starting point? Hey, Brian, I hear you got a great filter. Can you teach me? Why go through a year of trying to figure it out <laughs> when you can pay Brian and figure it out in a week? Like, like th this is in sales, in business, in life. To me, that's why I invest in myself. Like, I mean, think about, and, and here's uh, something that I heard, and you've probably heard it as well, Brian. People spend more time planning their vacations than they do their life. Oh, yeah. So people will spend $10,000 huh. 
for their family, $15,000 for their family to get away for a week to an open bar. But <laughs> you're telling me that book is $30? <laughs> Are you crazy? Like, I think how crazy that sounds. And yep. then not only that, they might buy the book and then it becomes shelf help. Yes. Because after the first chapter, they just happen to be in this, the, the bottom of the valley, they buy the book and then just happen that they start climbing out Oh, first chapter works. There we go. I don't need the book anymore. And and to me, it's just it's 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 we all we've all done. Don't get me wrong. I've done it. I've purchased things. I've watched the first CD, and it sat in my cupboard for years until I truly grasped this and yeah. started living it instead of just saying it. You know, like really living it, and 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 you know, having you know. I remember when I was eighteen. I was in, um, well, just before. So I started this business when I was 17. So I was about 15, 16. I was getting in a lot of trouble. Um, you know, obviously, grade nine dropout, you uh, have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> um, and I remember my dad came to me and handed me a copy of Norman Vincent Peale's Power of Positive Thinking. Ooh. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going, Dad, I'm a positive thinker. If I want to go do that, bad thing i'm gonna go do it <laughs> like you know i don't think Ooh, what if i get caught i never thought of that until i got caught and i was sitting there in handcuffs and i'm like okay i probably shouldn't have done that that was probably a bad idea but you know so but reading the book i was like huh you read huh and i mean i still have it and I, I, I at the point now i'm afraid to actually turn the pages because they're so brittle but it's one of my most prized possessions and, and it taught me the power to think through it um and and, that, and again it all comes back to perspective like if, if i change my perspective of something if i change the way i see it the thing i look at changes right wayne dyer said it best when he said that good buddy of mine don hopperich is on he's uh he's actually a president of a, a chamber of commerce here locally and he said i always have to think about my clients client and yeah. how we can work together to make my client become successful so he can satisfy his client. So exactly. bingo. And Don yeah. is, he is, I know that he is to a core that way. He is always looking out for everyone else. He's one of the greatest Chamber of Commerce uh, presidents I've ever run across. He's so active in helping other businesses to thrive. And that's exactly how he, he does it. So it's obviously a recipe for success. And what Dan is saying tonight, I highly, highly recommend everyone follow. I'm going to follow it deeper as, as when you brought it up, I thought, wow, I could really improve in that area. And thank you. That's fantastic. Oh, my, my pleasure. My pleasure. I mean, it, it really is. It, it changes. You know, Don's absolutely right, right? Like Zig Ziglar said, you help enough people get what they want. You're going to get what you want. Yeah. You know, if you, again, you dig that shovel in a little deeper, if you help enough people help enough people get what they want, then what are you going to get? And, and I believe it compounds its way back. It does. Right? Um, you know, one of this, a lot of this came about when I was sitting at Bob Proctor's house eating dinner. And Bob said to me, he says, you know, Dan, he said, it's not about the money. He says, I really don't do what I do for the money. He says, but the more value I bring to people and I bring to their business and I help them bring to their customers who help bring to their customers because I find the more money I make. Yeah, and and I really thought about that, and it, and it literally sat like mustering in my head 
for probably five years. Mm. So, I mean, and this is the crazy thing is we get information and we say to ourselves, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and you go to sleep and you wake up and you're like, what was that again? I forget what that was, but <laughs> I know it was good. I know it was good. You know, and that's why every conference I went to, I buy the recordings. Yes. Right. Because I'm like, when I'm in a conference, I mean, have you ever got that where you're at a conference yes. and you're like, oh my Lord, that was gold. And you start writing and 15 minutes later, you look up and you're like, what I miss? What I miss, right? Like it's like it's like oh my god, are you crazy? I missed. If if that was gold, imagine what the last fifteen minutes was. So I and I literally with a fine tooth comb go through it. I mean, I'll go as I was saying before. I've got three coaches, and one of them is strictly an online video coach. Um, and I'll do a twenty-minute video, and it'll take me close to an hour to get yep. through one twenty-minute video, just because. It's like writing and it, okay. And I mean, literally I have, I have books lined up here of all courses and I've got little tabs on them. And then I've got a word document on my computer. And when I hit a certain place or I'm at a junction in my growth where I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hitting a little bit of resistance. I'm hitting friction. Mm -hmm. Okay. 360 perspective. Okay. Go back to my word document. I do a search. I find, okay, it's book four. And I go back. And some people say, Dan, you're anal. I'm like, what? But why would I not why would I not be for my own personal growth? It's quality. Right? You know, the the one of the times when um I really started to say to myself, Wow, like I rub off, is we were at the dinner table and my daughter just out of the blue says, You know what, Daddy, I don't know anyone that has the work ethic you has have. Mm. And I was like, wow, thank you, honey. And she goes, no, she goes, I just want to tell you that. It's just, I, I see what you do. I see how you do it. I see the passion you put into it. And she goes like, it blows me away. I, I wish I had that work ethic. And I was like, whoa, well, hey, come on in. <laughs> you know, let's go. Let's do it. Let's get you to it. Because that only comes with a why. Yes. And until we find our why. I mean, listen, I was, I was, I was lost, Brian. Lost. Like, to the point where majority of people in my life wrote me off to say like this guy's going to be in jail the rest of his life lost <laughs> you know like and and it just a why happened a why kicked in a why changed and it's like okay and then it gets bigger and then it gets bigger and then the the drive the desire the move gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it just it changes it changes everything it does and you know your passion oozes through the screen in a good way. Uh, it's obvious you love what you get to do. I say what I get to do. I love what I get to do is interview amazing people like you. You have no idea how much I'm sure you do, but how much I've learned. Uh, and I've actually implemented many of the strategies I've learned from this very show. Uh, and that's the thing we can always learn more. Uh, you know, a mind is like a parachute. It only works best when it's open. Right. And it's just amazing to me that you know, when you say you were anal to me, I thought you're about you're about excelling. You're about excellence. You're about making it so your business goes farther, faster. You're about serving your clients at the highest level possible. You're just about doing the best you can possibly do. I don't call it anal. I call it, you know, this is the way everyone should operate, in my humble opinion, because we're, we're cut from the same cloth. I think uh, I've been said had similar things said about the drive and ambition and work ethic and you know, 12 hours a day to me is not work. It's, it's, it's what I love to do. You know, it's just, oh, fun yeah. stuff. and I don't do it 12 hours every single day, but 
I don't have a clock. It's just, I just go till I'm done. I have a checklist and when I'm done, I'm done. And mm -hmm. I enjoy every step of the way I, with, you know, the little balance things with life and family. Of course, you got to put that mm -hmm. in there. It's important, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I love everything you're saying. Oh my God, it's such, such incredible quality. I mean, I, my, my notes are just going crazy here. It's getting, <laughs> I'm almost full. I'm almost out of room on my page. And you just keep bringing up nugget after nugget. Back a while ago, you said something about ego and that your business died because of it. Another very yeah. important part. Uh, and and what you're doing now, three coaches that take that helps take the ego out of it. Uh, they will yeah. set you straight. Plus, you know, again, why try to reinvent success when all you have to do is model it? And a lot of times, the proper vision for what you need to do comes from outside of your own head. In the yes. form of a coach, someone, accountability partner, someone else who's how many times, Dan, have you been you've seen a uh, you're working with a client and you have the solution for them like that. And you just boop, rip it off and like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. And then you go inward and you're working on your own business, trying to do something similar and you freeze like I don't even know what the hell to do. Yeah. I mean, that has happened to me countless times. Yeah. And then someone else would come in and go, oh, you should do blah, blah, blah. I'm like, holy crud. Why didn't I think of that? I do this for everybody else, but I can't do it for my own self. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this, Brian, because this is something that I had to really, really work on. Did you make it more complicated than it really was? when somebody gave you? So we're on of the same course. page. I can't believe how many times somebody <laughs> has said to me, Dan, it's gold. And I'm like, okay, it's gold, but it's got these little ripples in here. And then it's got writing in here. And then if you look at the bottom, it's got these, no, 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 no. It's gold. Just take this and go. And literally to the point, I remember when I first started, um, my first coach, when I said, listen, I have to qualify better. And he says, okay, what's the number one thing that you want in a client? I said, to give me money. And he says, Dan, come on. And I, I said, okay. And I said, okay. So, so the number one thing, long-term clients, I have to be a resource to their company. He says, okay, we're getting somewhere. What do you need to know if you have to be a resource? Mm. I said, well, I need to know price isn't the number one thing. I need to know that I, they believe a logistics supplier. So you manufacture this. I bring this to market for you. I'm an extension of your business to get your product to market. Do you believe that's a resource? And if you, if the answer is yes, then you and I will get along a lot better. And he said, that's your qualification. And I said, no, 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 no. I mean, I got to figure <laughs> this out. I got to figure it. He goes, no, you don't have to. So do it. And the next calls, it was like, okay, I'm an ex and, and, and they're like, hmm. Yeah, I believe that. And it's funny because then we got along so well. You know, I, I had a colleague once who he, he was the first one to say, I'm a horrible salesman. He says, I love baseball, but I suck at selling. So his, his, his qualifying process. So I said to him, I said, okay, so why don't we try this? It's baseball. He said, come on, Dan. I'm like, just try it. Just try it. So he literally, his intro was, do you like baseball? <laughs> and the prospect would be like, no. And he'd go, okay, I'm horrible at sales. I love baseball. I can turn any sales process into a baseball analogy, but to do it any other way, I can't. And, and I call that eight miling it. So in eight mile, when Eminem came on stage and he totally trashed all of his buddies, he gave the other guy nothing to say. 
And so everything I do, I do on an eight mile philosophy. And so when I was teaching this, this young man, he started calling and saying, do you like baseball? Yes, I do. Okay, great. And, and they would have great conversations. But what started transitioning, Brian, is he flipped it on his head. And that's when he started saying, oh, well, you know, I really suck at sales. So he called it out. And the guy was like, oh, you know, everybody, most of the people that, I mean, listen, people that, okay, perfect. See you later. Goodbye. Click. And you'd be, yeah, but people are hanging up with me. Okay. But they're not your ideal client. Like, again, we go back to that filtration. Yeah. If I call a customer up and I say, listen, you know, what's your primary and secondary reason for adding or switching a service provider? And they say price. And I say, well, what do you mean by price? Well, I, every $20, I, uh, if somebody's $20 cheaper, you got to understand that. And I ship a hundred loads a day, $20 a load that adds up at the end of the year. Okay. I understand. I'm very clear on why you do what you do. We're not congruent. Thank you very much. And people say to me all the time, Dan, you're crazy. It's a hundred loads a day. I said, yeah, but just understand every time that somebody comes in cheaper, you've knocked $40 off your profit. So if you start with a hundred, you get two kicks at the can and you're making $20. And he's probably going to chew up 90% of your time. So can you make $20 somewhere else with 10% of your time and then spend another 80% getting another customer that sees the world, sees business, the world, what we do, how we do it in the same bubble. Yeah. 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 Too close to working in their business instead of on it. Mm. Looking at the minutia of the details, seeing that, that gold pen with all the rivets and ribbits. And yeah, because it's gotta be more <laughs> right. complicated than that, right? It's gotta be. I mean, just <laughs> yeah, everybody would be doing it if it's not more, if it was that easy. No, it, it's, it's not easy, but the framework and the strategy is simple. There's a big difference between simple and easy. Big difference. Yeah. It's not easy. You know, Brian, you look at your, I'm an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. We look at our business. I look at the pivoting and the amount of things I've had to do, change, twist, just to keep things going. And I have to work 10 times harder to keep my perspective out of the gutter Yeah, than just Totally. Somebody added J O B. Yes. Right. And not only that, let's let's call a spade a spade. Let's eight mile this a little bit. You will never get where you want to be if you're at a J O B and not a career. Ever. Can you get where you want to be in a career? Absolutely. I believe so. Now, whether that be for a company or for yourself, I believe you can get where do you want to be because if you serve at the highest levels. And the present company you're with right now won't give you what you want, need, and desire. Somebody else will, right? There's people out there working for brands, making hundreds of millions of dollars. It's there. You just have to be the one that says, this is my career, right? This is not just a job. This is a career. And you know what? If you need 10 of these in a day, I'll make it happen. Because our customers need to change 10 people's lives with what they write with them. Yes. So you talked about pivoting a little bit earlier. Let's go back to that, the mindset side of things that 
if you wouldn't mind, tell that story you quickly told me right before we came on about what recently happened. You had something planned, you pivoted, oh, yeah. and then maybe, mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, uh, please feel free to open it up to anyone who's watching this or listening to this to okay. attend. Sure, I appreciate that. So yeah. in March of 2020, um, for six months, I was marketing, planning uh, my first ever conference. Um, I realized in the world of transportation and logistics sales, there is no conferences, there's no dedication to sales training. Um, in 99% of the logistics and transportation companies in the market don't even have sales programs for their team. Um, you know, for me, for example, when I got into the, the business, um, I walked in the first day I walked in, this guy dropped a manufacturing director here from Tennessee on my desk. He says, if you can't sell in Tennessee, get out of the business. That was my training. And unfortunately, this big dream is sold to salespeople in transportation. Just, you can make a million dollars. You can make more than brain surgeons. You can do it. But nobody gives them the tools and strategies to get them from a timeline like this, which could be a decade, which could be five years, which could be 10 years, and shrink it to a year. So what it is, I said, I'm going to dedicate a full day. I'm going to bring in experts. I'm going to bring in people that understand markets better than anyone. So we're going to bring in people from DAT, from FreightWaves, from all these companies. And we're going to do one full day on strategy, formulas, frameworks, all of the above mindset. And we're going to bring everybody into the one building and we're just going to kill it. Um, started selling tickets. It was 280 seats. Um, we had about 190 sold. It was two weeks before the event and we were, gosh, we were probably selling 10, 15 tickets a day. I mean, it was rocking and COVID hit. Um, we had speakers coming in from Western Canada, from North Carolina, from New Zealand, um, from Southern Texas. And all of a sudden it was like, poof. so I don't know if, if any of you have ever been at this pinnacle of energy. This, this, this enormous vibration, like everything is running so smooth and you're, you're cruising and all of a sudden, wham, you just get hit. I mean, devastating, devastating. I watched thousands of dollars on event centers fighting to get at least credit, just credit me. Um, because at, you know, that two week period, you, you typically lose everything, audio, video companies. I mean, it was just, it was crazy, um, devastated and saying, okay, how in the hell am I going to pivot here? How am I going to, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to launch this salespeople need it? So we retracted, um, and I, I, I looked at it and I, I looked at it from that whole, the 360 perspective. I looked at it from the customers. So what I did is I started creating mini courses for the people that had bought tickets because um, I said they already purchased tickets. I need to serve them. I need to help them help their customers achieve their goals. And so when we did that, um, good things started happening. But what I realized in that pivot and in all of that adversity is I now have an opportunity to reach so many more. Because now people don't have to fly to Toronto to be at the event. So I'm going to go virtual. Um, and I'm happy to say we have over 600 and something people signed, 627 people signed up just before I watched this. So we've, in essence, doubled the viewership 
in the last eight months, I've met many more people. We now, we now have 25 people coming into the panels. We're now about to double the people we serve. And if we look at a ripple effect, I expect that ripple effect to almost be triple and four times the amount of people that have come in from that one pivot. And you start to say to yourself, okay, it didn't happen for a reason. What was that reason? And how can I, how can I duplicate triple and even quadruple the output of the day? And again, the mission of the day is to educate salespeople at a level they've never been educated before in the transportation and logistics industry. So mm-hmm. my pivot to virtual, um, and I was t- telling Brian before the show, I actually, I'm setting up all the lighting today and I'm setting the can and we're doing tests and we're doing that. I mean, Brian, it taught me a lot because I said, who do I need to be? I need to be that person that understands audio video. I need to be that person that understands streaming. I need to be that person. So for the last six months, all I've been doing is testing, 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 educating, 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 testing, educating, educating, testing, educating, doesn't work, works. Okay, take this tidbit, take this tidbit. And I put together my own framework for literally launching to hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people. The ability to scale, I think, for us in any industry today is so much greater even than it was a year ago. Oh. Because and, and the technology's been there, right, Brian? Like you look at this streaming that we're doing, technology's always been there. But I look at it a little bit like Amazon. When Amazon first started, right? Um, Actually, I'll even go back before that. So when Dell Computer first started to people buying computers online, I was bringing all of Dell computers into Canada. Every single Dell computer that got sold in Canada touched my trucks. They were my largest customer. Mm. And you know what it was? We had 48 hours to Toronto and we had 67 hours to out west. Otherwise, people would want their money back because by the time it got into UPS's Impurelator system and by the time they turned it around in 24 hours to their door, they found three days was the time when people refunded in Ontario and six days in Western Canada. Now, here's the interesting thing. If you put your credit card in today and something you bought took seven days, you'd be pissed because we're used to it like now, but you wouldn't <laughs> refund, right? So our mentality has changed, Yeah. right? When all of COVID happened, the mentality shift changed. And, and, and let's think about this for a second, right? Everybody's doing Zoom calls, everybody, to the point where I'm, like, I kick myself in the ass all the time going, why didn't I buy Zoom stock? Exactly. <laughs> you know, but... But think about, the, think about that shift, the yep. amount of meetings I've had where the people are 30 minutes away and they said, no, 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 don't bother coming in. Let's get on a Zoom call now. That's like, yep. okay, are you ready? Because it's action time. Let's go. Right. Whereas before it's okay, we'll have a meeting on Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, I could prepare on Monday or I could prepare on Sunday. And they're like, hey, no, I'm good for a call. Send me a Zoom link. Let's go. And all of a sudden, before you know it, you, you might be dressed like this and in your PJs below. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, we've all been there. But that shift, same thing with Amazon. Started yeah. about books. Now it's everything else. And it's a shift, right? So we go in these shifts. So for me, the pivot and the shift was people are now used to 
a full day in front of their computer yeah. watching video. Yep. What a perfect time. I mean, I've been on personally since COVID, I've been on three full day uh, summits, like in digital marketing, in, in, you know, graphic design in video. And I mean, I've been on them all, you know, I mean, and, and I loved them because I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. This is awesome. Okay, it's lunchtime. And I walk downstairs and I get my lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, for yeah. me personally, I hate traveling. I can't sleep in hotels. Like when I when I first started in transportation logistics, I partnered up with a, a colleague. He was really good at operations. I sucked because I didn't know how to deal with people when things were going wrong. I said, it's A and B. There, there's no in between. It's A and B. And they're like, no, but these things happen. I'm like, well, I don't believe it. So for me, I had a real hard time dealing with that. It was really emotional for me. So he did all the operations. I did the sales. What that equated to was me being on the road three weeks a month. Like I lived on NyQuil just to sleep. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? So I don't like traveling. I would yeah, much rather sit here and stare into this and watch you on this and say, fantastic. Do I want to meet you one day? Sure. But if we can do this and then you turn around and you go right back to serving your clients and I can turn around once we hit end and go right back to serving my clients and I don't have to get on a plane for five hours, you know, a little bit easier now because they have Wi-Fi on the plane so I can do some work <laughs> and I can serve on the plane. But before it was like, okay, I don't really want to watch a movie for five hours. I, I have no interest. In some regards, it's leveled the playing field because now we don't have to travel. And those that could not travel and didn't have the the wherewithal financially maybe to stay in a hotel and spend a weekend can now do it. I'm attending a summit starting tomorrow, three day, eight hour a day. Can't wait. Uh, we're at the time, brother. Uh, but wow. before we before we uh, finish up and I want to make sure we get through before a certain battery dies, um, <laughs> we want to uh, I always end the show with a special question. But uh, before I do that, we have. Two giveaways, two, one that you know yeah. about, and that is the five-night stay at a five-star resort in Mexico. And another is by Dan, who's going to describe it here in just a moment. Uh, but before we do that, this question, Dan, just to prep you a little bit, it's an amazing question I've asked every show or every guest on my show. Hope you didn't cheat and watch earlier, <laughs> a previous show. And I found it to be very profound, and it can be yeah. even a little personal. Uh, but mm -hmm. before we do that, I wanted to let everybody know how they can enter to win the five-night stay at a five-star resort of their choosing from a list of resorts. And what you want to do is take out your phone. You have our permission to do that for a moment. Take out your phone, pull up your texting app, and where you would put in the name of the person you're going to text, instead put in this phone number, and that is 314-665-1767. And down where you would type in the message and send it off, like where you would put the emojis, just put in the two words that are separated by a dash. That's peak, P-E-A-K, dash, vacation, no spaces. So again, it's peak dash vacation. Again, that number is 314-665-1767. And a little birdie told me that there is yet another giveaway here, and I'm just going to hand the reins over to you, Dan, to help people understand what it is and describe and how they can get it. You got it. So what we've um, done here is for every listener, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a, a $97 gift. Um, this is the RFP playbook. So over 27 years of transportation logistics, I've done countless hundreds of RFPs, um, originally kind of in that 2 to 4% closing ratio. 
um, when I started really strategizing and figuring out, okay, how do I ask the questions that matter to give me the answers where I can go in and formulate my responses and get strategies in and get things done? Um, I started to close over 80% of the RFPs. So what it is, I put all those strategies, all those tactics, all those frameworks into a single PDF guide, kind of like a handbook. Um, playbook is what I actually call it for you guys. So if you guys want to go to that um, link at the bottom, you can go grab that for yourself and start winning more RFPs. And if I can, Brian, um, to go back to that summit, for any of you that are interested, the tickets are free. It starts tomorrow morning, December 11th at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, and you can go to danvegan.com forward slash HPS hyphen summit, and you can register for free. Sweet. Thank you so very much for that. And My just pleasure. for clarification, uh, for dummies like me, just for everyone else, what does RFP stand for? Request for proposal. That's what I thought. But so I what, wanna... what a lot of companies do is they take all of their freight and they put it into one big thing and they say, here's an Excel spreadsheet, figure it out. So and we go in and we quote on 50 different things and they never wanted to do to change anything. They just want to keep their incumbent honest, <laughs> which is what most of them are doing, especially now because there's a huge capacity crunch in our industry. Um, you know, some locations are three to one, three loads for every one truck. So people are trying to buy capacity. Um, just with everything with COVID, the entire shipping world has changed and shifted. Um, shipping patterns, shipping structures, shipping methods. I mean, it, it's gone completely berserk with COVID and with, you know, ocean lines, you know, parking 30% of their fleets and air freight being, you know, I mean, you guys have probably seen it in the news, right? Companies are actually strapping cargo to the seats because nobody's flying and these they're mm. utilizing these planes. So, wow. you know, it's, it, oh yeah, it's, it's a, unless you're educated on it and you educate yourself on it, I mean, it'll bury you, the industry will bury you. So those of you watching, you see it on the screen, that's the URL to get this playbook, $97 for free RFP playbook. So go to ryp.im forward slash playbook. That is for our audio listening audience and then let's get back and let's let's get to this uh really heavy hitting wonderful amazing tremendous stupendous and powerful question yes sir and so uh like i said i like to end the show with this one just because it, it is that impactful and um one one truth about it dan is that there is no such thing as a wrong answer you, you cannot answer it incorrectly uh in fact the only correct answer is yours it's just the opposite and that's that's well, what i do my best yeah, that's what makes it personal. So there's no pressure whatsoever. It's okay. it's just going to be what it is for you. And some some re respond immediately. They have it right here. Others take a moment and ponder. And it doesn't matter. Whatever it is for you is perfect because it's your answer. So with that being said, are you ready? I am. All right. Here we go. Dan Deegan, how do you define success? Success is singular. Um, success is what you internally believe it is. Um, it, whatever you as an individual believe, whatever your perspective is, whatever your um, underlining growth mandates what your whatever your why is is success 
Love it. Love it. Well, Dan, I want to tell you, thank you so very much for coming on. I know you got a big, big shindig going on uh, first part of the morning, and I appreciate you taking the time knowing what you have in front of you uh, tomorrow. And uh, on behalf of everyone that's been watching and those that have listened after the fact, I appreciate you. You brought incredible value. Uh, let's all give a big round of applause. Thank you, Dan, for you. coming thank on the you. show. And that's it. that's it for this show, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of the amazing amazing dan deegan i am your host brian kelly this is the mind body business show and we will be back again next week with another phenomenal guest i don't know if they can top this guy we'll see we'll see you well, next honore honore is a great I, I know she's your next guest right next week honore quarter i i love her she is awesome i did a huge event with her a big uh, uh youtube hangout with her um yeah vision to reality it's gonna be a good Fantastic. one you guys are gonna love it and you are amazing, my friend. I appreciate you. you. And anything we can do to support you going forward, just reach out. But until then, everyone, so long. Good night and be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye for Take now. Care. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.